Oh, so you're back for more, eh? Last spooky episode didn't do it for you. Well, I guess I'll just have to amp up the terror even more. This is another episode of the Who'd Thunk It Fright Fest. Uh, Fred. As I said last episode for the month of October, all episodes will have one common theme. Spooky, frightful stories. I've saved the most terrifying story for last. It'll be released Thursday, October 29th, just two days away from Halloween. Episodes will progressively will get progressively terrifying. You've been warned. Now, for this week's content, this is Pennsylvania Folklore Part 2. To begin, I have to take you to the eastern side of the state, to Pennsylvania's largest city by far. I want to tell you about the Philadelphia Experiment. In the summer of 1943, World War II was well underway. Every major player in the war was trying to develop superweapons to end the war and put themselves on top. We now know the superweapon was the atomic bomb, and the Americans were the ones to develop it first, but that wasn't until about 1945. Two years prior, in 1943, the U.S., was still trying anything they could, and not just on atomic bombs. They'd experiments on a lot of things. At the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard, a new destroyer was being was being built under the name of the USS Eldridge. It was a cannon-class destroyer escort ship and was equipped with an experimental technology called electric field manipulation. The goal was to make the ship invisible to its enemies. And on July 22nd of 1943, scientists working in the Philadelphia experiment were able to make the USS Eldridge vanish in front of high-ranking government officials, right in front of their eyes. Witness testimony states there was a sound of a generator buzzing, then a blue light surrounded the destroyer, and in an instant, the ship was gone. The government officials and all onlookers were completely baffled. But it doesn't end end there, much far from it. Allegedly... Eyewitness reports say the ship appeared in Norfolk, Virginia that day, and then it vanished in Virginia only to reappear back in Philadelphia. Some accounts stated that when the ship came back in Philadelphia, some sailors' bodies were fused to the ship. Their bodies were mangled beyond belief, a horror for anyone who saw it. Later that year in October, scientists attempted to teleport the ship again, but with more control. A sailor on the SS. SS Andrew Furuseth saw the USS Eldridge disappear and reappear just outside the Philadelphia shipyard. Enter astronomer, sci-fi writer Morris K. Jessup. Jessup had an anonymous source who claimed to have seen the ship disappear. Jessup went on to write a few novels about UFOs, but in the late 1950s, his writing career took a turn for the worse, and then his wife also left him. One night, he called a friend and said he had some important news that the world had to hear about the USS Eldridge and the Philadelphia experiment. But the very next day, Jessup's body was found dead. His body was inside a car with a tube connecting the exhaust pipe to the window of the cab while the engine was running. You can see where people took this story, where their minds went. The government officials had Jessup killed just because, or because he knew far too much. Then... The identity of the anonymous tip came out as a man named Carl Meredith Allen. He also went as Carlos Alande um, as a not-so-clever uh, alias. Carl Allen wrote letter after letter to Jessup about the Philadelphia experiment, and in 1957 also mailed a copy of Jesse, Jessup's UFO novel to the Naval Research Office. But this copy uh, of the book 
had penned writing about Einstein's unified field theory and extraterrestrial technology. The scribbled notes were supposed to look like two men and an alien had written them. What did the U.S. Navy do about this, you ask? They published 127 copies of the book, almost to ridicule Jessup, and they gave it out to the public, with the scribbled notes included in these 127 copies. I'd love to get my hands on one of them. That was around the time Jessup was found dead, but Carl Allen, Carl Allen lived on to an old age, dying in 1994. Throughout his life, he flip-flopped on whether his story was true or a hoax. You can see Carl Allen's official naval certificate online now, so we at least know that he was in the Navy during World War II, but was anything else he said true? The cover photo for this episode is Carl Allen's naval certificate. And then in 1984, a movie was released. It was called The Philadelphia Experiment. An old man by the name of Al Bilek, who got around to watching the movie four years after its release in 1988, and was he was hit by waves of repressed memories. He claimed to have seen the USS Eldridge disappear with his own eyes back in 1943. And investigators into the Philadelphia Experiment, legit investigators, were excited to have another lead after so much time. But then Al Bilek went on to claim that he was part of something else called the Montauk Project that included time travel, that he had seen the 22nd and 28th century and had even visited Mars. Al said the 22nd century was very impressive, but in the 28th century, there were only 300 million people on Earth and they were all ruled by supercomputers. So Al Bilek was written off as a hack because, of course, none of his claims could be proven. Then in 1994, a man by the name of Edward Dudgeon proved he was in the Navy during World War II and tried to explain all the confusion around the Philadelphia experiment. He explained the U.S. Navy was trying their hand at stealth technology for sure, but not to make ships actually invisible to the naked eye. Instead, the idea was to wrap electrical wires around the ship to remain undetected by magnetic sea mines, and the Nazis did, in fact, uh, deploy magnetic mines. So in the, interb, the term invisible was used on official naval documents, but only meant invisible to the mines, not to actual people. Not like it would actually vanish. In 1999, the Philadelphia Inquirer interviewed all the surviving crewmen of the USS Eldridge. Every single crewmate stated that their ship was in Brooklyn on July 22, 1943. How they can remember that far back? Over 50 years you knew exactly where you were on July 22nd over 50 years ago? I don't know about that. Uh, but turns out that the official naval documents supported their claims that the ship was in, was in Brooklyn. The two pillars of belief surrounding the Philadelphia experiment are this. One, the mainstream belief. Carl Allen was mentally ill and drove Morris K. Jessup to take his own life with all of his rants. Al Bilek was clinically insane or had dementia. The Navy did try stealth tactics in World War II, but only to the effect that Edward Dudgeon claims to hide themselves from mines. Everything else was made up. Two, the conspiracy theory belief. Carl Allen was legit. Morris K. Jessup was killed, and it was made to look like suicide so he couldn't expose the Philadelphia experiment. Al Bilek may have been telling the truth, but then was coerced by the government to tell outlandish tales to discredit his own true story. And that all surviving crewmen in 1999 were forced by the government to claim the USS Eldridge was in Brooklyn that day, and the official naval records were doctored. 
I will let you decide uh, which one you believe. But thanks for listening. Hope you like this episode, but if stories of government conspiracies don't do it for you, don't worry, my listeners. I'm not done just yet. That's right. Next week is Pennsylvania Folklore Part 3, and it's my favorite part of the Pennsylvania Folklore. I hope you tune in, and I hope you like ghost stories. <laughs>